what's up guys welcome to the channel <laughs> i'm just kidding y'all have y'all ever went through y'all's cell phone though and found videos that your children have made and the first thing that you hear when that video comes on is what's up guys welcome back to the channel today we're gonna be <laughs> hey y'all what's up did y'all miss me we are back. If you are tuning in for the first time, this is the Beautifully Wounded Podcast, and I am your host, Jasmine Zaytara. So, yes, y'all, it is the second season. Are y'all ready? I think I'm ready. Last night, I wasn't ready. Um, today came so quick. Even though it's been a month since the last recording, I feel like this month has gone by so fast. And I feel like I've been just so busy and I thought that this month of me taking a break from the podcast was going to consist of, you know, just rest and me being able to transition into some things smoothly and, you know, just a time for me to be quiet and to be still. And when I tell y'all, it has been the exact opposite. But we are here, and I am thankful, and I missed y'all. Like, I really missed y'all. I didn't really post much on social media, at least not about the podcast, since I've been on the break. Um, I've posted stuff randomly. If you follow me on Facebook or if you're in a part of the Facebook group, then I, I made a post last Thursday just kind of preparing y'all for me to come out of sabbatical you know just a little hint that the podcast is about to be restarting up for the next season but other than that I just I haven't really been led to post like one of the things that God dealt with me about when I first started this podcast is to not focus he told me to not focus on the numbers he told me to not focus on posting he told me to focus on the message so that is what I'm doing I post when I feel led, and if I don't feel led, if the Holy Spirit don't lead me, I don't post, and that's just kind of how we're going to operate through this thing, but I just want to thank y'all. Like I made that post on Thursday, I think, and I just checked the analytics on for, you know, just the listens since this month has been, you know, since I haven't been recording this past month. And y'all are really awesome. So some of y'all went back and got caught up on episodes. I'm guessing so that you know you can be ready for this season. And I was gonna I was gonna make a post and just say, Hey, have you guys gotten caught up on the episodes? But I'm like, I don't feel like it. If they wanna listen, they know how to go back and listen. But you guys really I went and looked at the analytics and it looks like you guys really the most listened to episode last season was the one on New Beginnings. And that just so happens to be the one that I talked about my daughter and just how her birth took place. And I thought that that was really cool. And I also thought it was um, confirmation just as far as what we're going to be talking about on this episode today. So God has a way of just kind of making everything work together. So let's just start i don't want to be long-winded i missed y'all so much though i'm so happy to be back and just to be chatting with y'all and i'm excited to see what this new season is gonna bring us so let's just get 
it started. So today, on today's episode, today's episode is entitled Mind Shift, Mindset Shift. When one journey ends, a new one begins. So I was on a walk yesterday. I was walking my friend's dog. And Sundays, you know, I usually spend Sundays. Sundays are usually self-care days. So my self-care was a little different yesterday. I kind of just spent the day washing and folding. And I binged watched Sex and the City. Um, literally I'm on the first, no, you know what? I think I'm on the second season now. I'm on the second season. So I binge watched Sex in the City and, um, I just kind of got some order just so I can kind of flow into my Monday a lot less uh, with a lot more ease. I washed my hair and I deep conditioned and, you know, just, just self-care. That was self-care for me yesterday because I know that this week is going to be busy. Um, so yesterday I was on a walk. I had took my friend's dog for a walk. And so where she lives, there's like a path. And y'all know I have this thing about nature. So back on her path, you know, all you see is like trees and the sky. There's like a pond back there. So you can hear the ducks. And yeah, so I just took him for a walk back there. So as I'm walking, I'm knowing that I have to do this podcast today. And I knew what the title was going to be, but I just really didn't know fully what we were going to be talking about today. And so as I'm walking, I can hear God say to me, you know, talk about your move from Decatur back home. Decatur, Illinois, not Decatur, Georgia. So I think I mentioned it. I'm pretty sure I believe I mentioned it on my episode um, that I talked about my daughter's birth, the one on New Beginnings, I believe I've mentioned how I made a decision to transition. I moved three hours away from home. And I did that because I honestly felt like I was in a fight for my life, y'all. The stuff that I was in, like the relationship that I was in, um, it was very toxic. Just being where I'm from, if you are from where I'm from, just being here in Lake County, Illinois. Um, if you are a listener and you don't live in this area, Lake County, like I'm trying to think, it's like a a suburb basically to Chicago. So living here, just certain things were just so toxic and I didn't know how to break from it. So I made the decision to move away. In me moving away, y'all, I found so much peace I found so much peace. I found so much healing. God began to reveal to me who I am and what it is that he's calling me to and what it is that he desires to do in my life. And I found myself. I found myself. And I knew that it was going to be a temporary move. But I didn't think it was going to end as quickly as it does. So as I'm on the walk with my friend's dog, God is like, we're going to talk about your move. Talk about your move from Decatur back home. So last month, I think, let's see, I've been back home for four weeks now, I want to say. You know what? I've been back home for four weeks. So it actually made four weeks yesterday. So I've been back home for four weeks. Um, I thought that I was going to be in Decatur until, y'all, I had pushed it all the way out until June. 
I'm like, I'm just going to stay here until June. Um, I just wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to come back home. I was very at peace with where I was at. I was content with how my life was going. I was content with my routine. I was comfortable. And a lot of times what I notice about God is whenever we get too comfortable in any situation, there's always some type of friction that's going to come along. There's always going to be something that he throws in to shake things up. And so in my mind, I had said, oh, well, we're just going to push it out till April, right? No, at first I said June. I pushed it out to June. I'm like, okay, I'll just come back home in April. And so I had talked to my landlord about it. And I'm like, you know, I know that my lease ends at the end of February, but I think I want to stay until April. You know, is that okay? And so initially she had said that was fine, but then certain things had changed with her. So it went from literally me being there to April to Mm, now you gotta now I have to move you know I think like I could have stayed until like the second week of March or something like that but I made the decision to just let my lease end when we had agreed which was the end of February and I moved back home and y'all I'm not gonna lie moving back home probably was one of the most scariest things that I've ever done I know a lot of people talk about how you know, living in certain environments or, you know, a lot of people move away from home because they say that there's nothing where they're from or how where they're from doesn't serve them or, you know, whatever the case may be, or there's drama or whatever the case may be, whatever your reason may be for not wanting to live in the town that you're from. We use so many different excuses for me, and I'm just going to be completely honest, me living at home, me living where I'm from, it serves me well, but at the same time, there's so much hurt. There's so many different fears that are connected to me living in an environment that I'm familiar with. You know, when you're when you're introduced back into an environment that you're familiar with, it's easier to fall back into old habits. When you've been in a space where you've been completely separated from everything and everybody, it makes it easier for you to stand on who you are. It makes it easier for you to cultivate who you are. It makes it easier for you to stick to your vision. It makes it easier for God to provide you with provision. And it honestly, it makes it easier for you to be healthy within yourself and to walk in full confidence of who you are because there's nobody around you distracting you. I mean, when you're introduced into an environment where you don't know anybody, all you can really do is focus on you. But as soon as you're placed into an environment that is familiar, a place that you've known, a place that you've recognized, a place where people know you, a place where people's perception may not be the same as yours, a place where there's so many different opinions. There's so much movement. There's so many things going on. It makes you feel like you're now in this rat race with other people versus just focusing in on the race that you've been in with yourself. So that was one of my fears, like coming home and getting distracted by what everybody else was doing and what everybody else had going on and feeling like, you know, I wasn't moving fast enough when in all honesty, I was cool. I've been cool with moving at the pace that I've been moving at. Um, so, yeah, and I don't know who this is for, but 
I just want to encourage you right now, if your eyes have been fixed on what other people are doing because it looks like everybody else is moving at a faster pace than you, or like everybody else is achieving certain things and you haven't reached that height yet, don't worry about their race. Like God tells us in his word to run the race in which he has set before us. And he also lets us know, y'all, like it didn't start with Nipsey Hussle. He's not the one who started the whole... (laughs) Uh, it's a marathon. Like God tells us that in his word, that this is a marathon. Focus on your own marathon. Don't worry about trying to sprint to the end to beat somebody else at something that God probably never called you to in the first place. Focus on your race. What is, what is the course that he has given you specifically for your life? Keep your eyes on that. So yeah, so that was one of my fears. Like I didn't want to come home and get distracted by what other people had going on. I didn't want to come home and get distracted by my past, which I'm not going to lie, it's it tried to creep back in, y'all. Moving back home, when I tell y'all that 2021 tried to show up looking like 2020 for a second, and God literally had to snatch me up and tell me, "Oh no, we're not doing that this year. We're not doing that this year." Um, but it it tried to show up looking like 20 20 and I was afraid I was afraid because I'm just like Lord I'm I'm moving from my my security I felt secure where I was at y'all I didn't know anybody literally when I tell y'all the only people that I knew where I lived was my neighbors and I met them when I got there I knew my neighbors and I had one family member that lived in that town. I didn't even see that family member all the time. But I felt secure there. I was comfortable. I felt safe. You know, I'm a nature person, y'all. So my house was literally right off a lake. So I would raise up my windows. And the only thing that I would see is water every day. I was secure where I was at. So when God started to deal with me, he honestly started to deal with me in December to let me know, like, Jasmine, you have to move back home. And I'm like, I'm not ready, Lord. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But he said I was ready. He said I was ready. So I'm like, okay. All right. I packed up my house, y'all. Um, I brought my kids back so that they can be with their dad i packed up my house i hired movers y'all have never moved from a place and cried literally i've never left a house and cried i think that weekend like i'm thankful that i was able to spend that weekend by myself just kind of packing like i didn't have my baby like all the kids were gone and I just spent that weekend packing. And when I tell y'all, I cried. Oh, my God. I think the last night before I dropped my kids off, I was downstairs in my room. And I was just packing stuff up. And, y'all, I'm a worshiper. So, I I was just praying. And I was worshiping. I was listening to some worship music. And I just broke down on my knees. And I just started to cry. I just started to cry. It wasn't necessarily a sad cry. Some of it was a sad cry, but then I just thanked God. I had to thank God for all he had done in me and through me in that place. And my five-year-old, shout out to Joshua, he had came downstairs and he 
had seen me like just crying and worshiping and I was on my knees and he came and knelt down beside me and just put his arm around me and he just sat there with me. He put his arm around me and he put his head on me. Y'all, my five-year-old is everything. I had made a post a few months ago and I'm like, I literally think, believe that God placed him in my life just to affirm me because the comfort that he gives me as a mother, just the way that he loves on me as his mother. Oh my God, I, I couldn't. I can't even begin to explain it, but if I never, if I never got into another relationship or if, or if I don't get a husband, when I tell y'all I have sons who love me and adore me in a way that I can't even explain, I'm just so thankful for it. So yeah, so he came downstairs and he just put his arm around me and I just cried. I cried because I was thankful, but then I cried because I was sad because I'm like, Lord, this place has done so much for me like you have revealed so much to me in this house literally i was introduced so many things just living in that space um i felt healing there i found confidence in myself y'all i got my gift of tongues living in that house God gave me a vision for this podcast. God gave me the courage to do this podcast and come on here and talk to y'all. It takes courage to press record and to speak, especially when the enemy has tried to use. The, the devil has tried to keep me from using my voice, from declaring what it is that God de desires for me to declare. And I've allowed him to. And even today, y'all, I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I didn't feel like pressing record. I'm like, Lord, I'm not in the space to do a podcast. And he's like, yes, you are. I think a lot of times we want to wait until we come out on the other side of a journey to tell people about that journey. And God is like, no, I need you to speak while you're in the fire. You know, you had a first season where everything was just lovely and, and things were completely in order and. And, you know, you were trusting me in a way you, you, you could see the blessings in your life. But now you're in the fire and I need you to be able to speak to my people when you're in the fire, because the truth of the matter is, is that life is not always picture perfect. Life does happen. Things will come to test you and to shake up your faith. But you have to seriously ask yourself, and this is for me, y'all. This isn't just for you. Am I only going to trust God when everything is going right? Or am I going to trust him when he when I'm in the fire? And so this is me trusting him in the fire. This is me choosing to take y'all through this journey with me as I'm in the fire. And so that you can see me come out on the other side. So y'all, let's just start from the beginning. So, okay, I move from Decatur, right? Mind you. I have been looking for a place because I knew I was going to have to move, but nothing was coming through. If you guys have listened to my episodes on finances, you know that I filed bankruptcy. Um, one of the things that I did not prepare myself for was the difficulty I would have with finding a home after filing bankruptcy. So that was one of the challenges that I was having. And so coming home, I knew that I was going to either one, be living in an Airbnb or two, living with, um, you know, friends or family. And so the first week I came home, I was staying with my mom, but I ended up moving in with one of my girlfriends. Shout out to her. She's been absolutely amazing. And 
you guys know that me and my, just based off of if you've listened to any episodes, me and my ex-husband, we split time with the children. And so me and him had already had a conversation just on how things would go just because I haven't haven't found a place yet. And I'm like, oh my God, I've been renting since I was 18. I have never had difficulty finding a place. Um, but even just with that, even with God having me coming home to stay with family, one of the things that he revealed to me is, Jasmine, you've been in a space of isolation for the past six months. And although you needed to be in that space there, here it's different. Here you need community. Here you need people who can constantly pour into you because the the protection is still here, but the covering isn't the same. When you're introduced back into the same environment, especially if it's an environment that's been toxic to you, if it's been an environment that has hurt you, if it's been an environment where you have not, you know, been the most successful, in order to guarantee that you don't fall back into old habits in order to help you to honestly just continue to cultivate who it is that you desire to be, you have to be surrounded by people who not only understand the vision that God has for your life, but people who understand you, people who see you, people who see you from a God's view. Everybody isn't going to see you from a God's view. I can honestly say there's only a few people in my life who truly see me as God sees me. There's people in my life who see that light and that light intimidates them. But then there's other people who see that light and they want to be a part of cultivating that light. So God was showing me, Jasmine, I need you to be in a space where you can constantly be reminded of what it is that I'm calling you to. And so um, I've been living with my friend and it's just so crazy how this transition has just been absolutely amazing like you know I've been written since I was 18 y'all so to just wrap my mind around the fact that oh my god I have to I'm gonna be living with somebody I have five kids like I went through all these different emotions but there's certain people that God placed in my life and they're like Jasmine you're not gonna get this opportunity there's people who wish they could have this opportunity the opportunity to live with someone um to save all their money because y'all she's not asking me for any rent she won't even take my money she she won't take my money so i've literally been able to come home save more money um and at the same time i've been able to serve her in areas where she needs help in you know being a single mama ain't no joke and so when you don't have certain kind of help and then somebody is able to help step in and take the load off of you, you may have thought coming in, I'm like, oh, this is helping me. But as I've been here, I'm like, oh, wow, Lord, this is helping her. You know, thank you, God, for the ability to serve. Thank you, Father God, for giving me a heart to serve. See, a lot of times when we're placed in certain situations, when things in our life aren't going the way that we think they should be, we stop serving. But God is showing me, this is the time that I need you to serve. I need you to serve. Everybody has served you. I will serve people when I, you know, just when God put me in that space of separation, it allowed for me to be served. It allowed for me to be poured into. Um, So now that I'm back home, although 
there are certain people in my life who are still pouring into me. It's allowing me to pour back. It's allowing me to give back. It's allowing me to serve. And one of the things that I prayed about, Lord, I just want to always have a heart that's willing to serve. I believe that that's how you get your blessings. I believe that that's how we set ourselves up to make room for God to do exceedingly abundantly beyond more that we can ask for or imagine by learning to serve people. So, yeah, so it's allowed me to serve. It's allowed me to save. And it's allowed me to, honestly, y'all, just become grounded and anchored in who it is that God is calling me to be. I can honestly say, and we'll talk about this on another episode, we ain't there yet, but there's some things that showed up from my past, um, decisions that I made, but, you know, just other stuff that played a part as well. And it and it came to put shame on me, y'all. And I'm like, we not going to do this. We not doing this this year. Um, one of the things that I, y'all know I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect at all. I'm far from it. But what I do know about me is that God has a call on my life. There are certain things that he is calling me to in this season. There are certain things that he are just, that he's just calling me to as a whole. And so shame tried to show up real quick. Oh, habits tried to show up real quick. And I'm like, no, okay, we just going to throw that off. We got to make some new decisions. I got to reset some boundaries, um, set some new boundaries protect myself and continue to walk in who it is that God is calling me to be. So that's where I'm at. I'm happy to be home, y'all. I'm happy to be home because I get to be close to my family. And, um, you know, I know that there are certain things that God is calling me to do in this region. Um, so I'm just learning to be patient with myself. I have to learn to be patient with myself as you know, I'm just going through the transition because I think sometimes we say we trust the process. We say that we're here for the process. But when the process starts to take longer than what we thought it should take, we become impatient. Now, all of a sudden, we're doubting what it is that God has said about our life or we doubt what it is that God is calling us to or what it is that God desires to do through us. One of the things that God had to remind me of is that, you know, just kind of referencing my bankruptcy. He's like, okay, Jasmine, it took you 10 plus years to to mess up your credit. You know, it's going to take you some time to get it back in order. Or it took you, you know, just certain, even just certain strongholds. Like, okay, you've been in this stronghold for 15 years. Be patient with yourself with going through it. Or just even with how confident I am in myself, he's like, okay, you've been insecure for this amount of time. Be patient with yourself as it comes to the confidence and the security that you feel about yourself as a woman. Um, So it's a process. And it's a process that you have to choose to be committed to every day. Every day, I have to wake up and make a decision that I'm going to be committed to me. It doesn't matter what things look like. It don't matter if I'm living with my friend and um, if certain things aren't what I want them to look like right now. Because of the vision that God has set before me, I have to keep my eyes on that 
and just trust this process. Rome was not built in a day. It wasn't. So wherever you are on your journey, I just want you to know that you are not alone. I am here with you. We are in this thing together. And I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited to see what God does in me. I'm excited to see what he does through me. I'm excited to see what it is that he has in store for me as we maneuver through this next year. So if one journey has ended for you, I'm sure you're on a new one. And if that new one is showing up looking like 2020, I just want you to tell Satan right now, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And just take an evaluation, y'all. Like, one of the things that God showed me, like, moving back, because I had got all this anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God. This, like, Lord, this looks too familiar. Like, why does this look like last year? And God had to show me, okay, it may look like last year in certain areas, but let me tell you what doesn't look like last year. You're mentally stronger, Jasmine. You're financially stronger, Jasmine. You're financially wiser. You're mentally wiser. You're emotionally stronger. You're mentally stronger. So even if certain things in your life are showing up looking real familiar, evaluate where you are right now. Look at where you are right now and take a inventory on what is different. Take an inventory on, on where you have grown. And, and just be patient with yourself and give yourself credit. Celebrate the small victories. Don't just wait until, you know, there's just this grand thing that has taken place in your life for you to celebrate you. Celebrate you where you are right now and the progress that you have made. Baby steps are still steps. I don't care what anybody says. They're still steps. Learn to celebrate those small victories. And just trust the process that God has set before you. So, so yeah, y'all. We will be here every Monday at 9 a.m. I think I'm going to do a bonus episode. Probably a part two of this one. Uh, it'll drop sometime this week. Maybe. Don't hold me to that. We may just continue this going into Monday. But I'm so excited to be back here with y'all today. I hope that you guys stay tuned in. If you have not caught up on last season make sure you go back and do that um don't forget to reach out to me on my platforms y'all can find me on instagram facebook i am jasmine zatira or beautifully wounded podcast on instagram and jasmine zatira on facebook so until next time i'll talk to you later bye